Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the True Sweet Hive podcast. Today's guest is Griselda Beck. She is an entrepreneur, expert strategist, motivational speaker, and the Latina boss coach. She has her own business called the Beck Consulting Group, and I can't wait for you to hear her story because it is, it's a powerful one, and I hope that you will get her fulfillment, her love, and her connections out of this. So, hi, thank you for hi. being here. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's so, so nice to be here. Thank you. So, go ahead and tell us just wherever from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I have been on a journey <laughs> of, uh, of reparation and coming back and healing and, um, it really started uh, as a corporate executive uh, working 90 hour weeks. I was basically sustained by caffeine and adrenaline. And um, I, I didn't do a lot of self care. I basically, um, I think in life, we end up putting masks on and we show up as, you know, an identity in different situations. And Sometimes we get lost in those identities. Those identities can become the mom title. It can be uh, your work title. It could be, um, <clears throat> I, I understand that happens in the military as well. You know, I'm a Marine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are also so-and-so that has a name. You're also a dad. You're also a kid. But, you know, people kind of get lost in that one identity. For mm -hmm. me, it was, you know, Miss Corporate Executive. Right. And all that came with that. And I was passionate about um, my work. I still am. And um, over time, you know, because you're focused on that career, you start making trades. Mm -hmm. And at first it's just to hustle and for a campaign, it's to hustle for this trade show. It's to hustle for this, this initiative that's coming up, this mission, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, but then it becomes a way of life. And so what, what used to be a temporary trade, you know, the company or the mission takes over everything else in, in, in life at that moment, it became, it takes over in life all the time. And when that happens, uh, you stop taking care of and being connected to all the other parts of you. And as human beings, I do believe that we are multidimensional people multi-dimensional beings and we wear a lot of hats we are also like i said earlier you know a parent a daughter a son um, a sibling a cousin or a friend um, a confidant and when you focus on the one identity all those other parts of you suffer mm -hmm. and it's almost like you're denying them or they fall to the wayside to um, put, get placed on the back burner um, up to and including yourself your true identity. And um, that's where I was, you know, I, I didn't have time to go to the doctor. I didn't have time to do this. And the reality is I was making a choice. I was making a choice for the identity that I prioritized. And um, it took its toll. It, it was probably about a two year process when, when signs started showing up health wise that I ignored. Um, and people would tell me, you know, you need to slow down. You need to, you know, balance balance what's that <laughs> uh, you just don't understand is what I remember always saying um, I have um, 
had some very close people in my life that were in the military and they've also used the same terminology. You just don't understand. Um, <clears throat> it's all for the mission. It's all for the core in my life. It's all for the initiative. It's all for the, for the company. That's mm -hmm. what mattered. Um, and I would sometimes realize, you know, Oh, I've gained a little too much weight. I had a lot of weight struggles. To, uh, and so then I'd go on this, um, crash diet and then work out, you know, always the extreme, right? <clears throat> Rather than living a balanced rhythm of life, a little bit of reading, a little bit of dancing. I'm a big dancer. Mm -hmm. um, I love salsa, merengue, all that. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, oh my God, I can go for, I remember being on the dance floor. I used to dance four or five nights a week before, <gasps> before I went into this crazy period of my life and gave up all that. And that was one of my biggest sources of joy. And I could remember in the later years, it wasn't so much about the drinking and hanging out. It was, it was like gym time. My aunt and I would go for like two, three hours, sweat it out and then go home. We wouldn't even drink. And so um, I stopped doing that. And I remember being on the dance floor trying to think of what was it that had me so stuck to that desk that day that I couldn't leave. She had to come mm -hmm. pull me out to come have fun a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't be able to remember, I was that happy on the dance floor. And so I lost touch with that girl. I lost touch with the girl that used to walk in and light up the room and be funny and fun. You know, every time somebody would hang out with me, then I was like, oh yeah, I was thinking about this initiative and I had this work trip and it was always back to work. So you couldn't even enjoy the essence of being with Griselda. It was just Griselda the executive, you know? Um, and I stopped showing up for my friends. I stopped showing up for me, most importantly. And um, I stopped doing all those things that I enjoyed. And when you do that, um, you know, there's, there's friction because you're out of alignment. Mm -hmm. um, when you're not in alignment with your true self, uh, that's where stress happens. And when there is an extreme amount of stress, you hear the comment, stress kills. Um, it became a very real thing in my life very quickly. It went from not feeling so great, but pushing through, taking an extra cup of coffee to had a medical emergency one day and doctor says, you're not going back. Mm. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> Give me another pill. Right. I need to get back there. I can't. They're like, you don't understand. This is not your decision anymore. I have to do right by my medical license. You are not going back. You cannot function. And my world just came crap. I mean, it was like a, like slamming on the brakes when you're going 150 miles an hour and you slam down to zero from one day to the next. And that was a huge, it was a very humbling experience uh, to know that I'm not invincible. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was humbling and it, it, it didn't happen right away. It was probably about a year before I had to, I could admit that everyone was right. <laughs> I should have slowed down. Um, and when I was in that place of, you know, I couldn't drive, I couldn't fend for myself. I kind of reverted back to almost being a baby mom waited on me hand and foot. Um, and then coming up and healing, one pivotal point in the process, I remember I was uh, three months in, I already had my return back date to work. 
and I was starting to feel better. So I started connecting with people. And I called my friend to say, hey, you know, I'm so sorry I missed the baby shower. How's the baby doing? He's like, mm, they're about to be two. I'm like, no, 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 the latest baby, <laughs> baby shower in October. And he's like, Griselda, that was two years ago. And I was like, no, we just had like lunch, like six, eight months ago. No, it's been two years. Like I have my child here, I, I can tell you. And it was my aha moment, if you will, my like, oh my gosh. I have been on autopilot. I mean, I was clearly awake and present and living my life, but for almost a two year period, I was not present. I was not in touch. I was having conversations where I wasn't fully engaged in there. And I, I start, it started to make me wonder like, how many times did I talk to my best friend? And what if she shared something and I, you know, I went on autopilot, the good answers, I told her, but I wasn't really there for that person. My mom, who had asked me to go to a couple, you know, like a CT scan and a couple important appointments, in that moment, I just thought, well, can't your other friend take you? And now that you, you're you off from work and you don't know how it's going to fare out, and you start thinking about what's really important in your life. I should have been the one, I should have been fighting to be the one to say, let me take you. Let me figure it out. Let me work some things around if it's workable. Right. And, and try not just my automatic answer is I can't, I'm busy. Um, <clears throat> so it was a big reality check for me and the start of thinking maybe something needs to change. And to take that one step further, I need to change. That was tough. And uh, yeah, that was, that was I, I wasn't present in my relationship. No wonder it didn't work out. <laughs> um, just a lot of areas in my life that I started to, okay, and that's where the work started. Okay, what's important to you now? And we started with our my values. Uh, what we find is that our values don't really change much as human beings. Our priorities change. Mm. And I was living a life that was not aligned to what my core values were. And therein lied, you know, the friction. Um, <clears throat> and so we started aligning piece by piece. It, it took about three and a half years, uh, all the little areas of my life, and then having to figure out, okay, well, wh what do I want for myself? What do I want? And it wasn't so much a, I knew I was going to start a business. That was a plan at some point in my mid forties was my plan to be a consultant. Um, so that timeline got moved up, but uh, really trying to figure out what's important. And so flexibility was a big one. I didn't want to have to be tied to a desk. I wanted to be able to continue to do the work that I loved and to serve. And I wanted to be connected to a purpose. Mm -hmm. So corporate, uh, because I think the higher up you go on the corporate ladder, you, you tend to be a little removed mm. from the impact of your work, right? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> it's mostly about bottom lines and spreadsheets and budgets and making strategic decisions, uh, running teams, things like that. Um, so I wanted to be back and connected with the work and work directly with business owners. So 
that's kind of what brought me back to small business um, in my consulting company. Now I work with a small business. I work with the nonprofit sectors. I still do work for large brands and corporate companies, um, but it's more just the strategy level. Uh, if they need help, then implementing a plan that I have presented, because I do like to see things through to the end, then I have a team of people that I bring on to help uh, see that through. But I, I like to remain very connected to the purpose and who we're serving. And consulting allowed me to do that. So that's how I made that leap. And I could have other options were um, find a job in a company that has more flexible work type plans. Um, but then I kind of looked at my career and that's just kind of more of the same. And do I really want to go up anymore? Well, do I want to be a president here one day? Do I want to be a president at another company one day? Uh, none of that kind of felt right or in alignment anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and what's the next biggest challenge starting something from the ground up? That's my own baby and watching it grow into a big company. So, so that's how I made that decision to make that leap and what's brought us here today. Um, I knew that I had a bigger purpose. I just didn't quite know what that was going to be, but consulting was a natural bridge. So whenever anyone's looking to make a transition or quit their nine to five, so to speak, and then go into entrepreneurship, I always look for the bridge. What's going to help support you in the meantime? You need an interim strategy. Mm. Sometimes for some people that might mean starting a side hustle while they're in their job mm. um, and what, building it up until they have the uh, revenue to be able to make that switch and sustain themselves. For others, it might be um, like me, starting something in the interim that can then live and grow while you then move on to your passion project. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> it, we live in a gig economy, right? Which is so great. Um, so you could try different, uh, you know, be an Uber driver, an Instacart. Um, I even had to do that. There was one month where, you know, things got really tight. And believe me, if I got into a tight spot and it meant the difference between me continuing to believe in myself and pursue my dream or having to go back into the four walls, I will get behind the wheel and drive to, you know, kind of make ends meet. If I needed to do that again, I've been very blessed that I haven't, but um, that option is there. And it, it's a mind shift, right? When I first, I'm like, I'm not an Uber driver. I'm the one who orders an Uber. <laughs> I was very cushy in my six-figure lifestyle. <laughs> so those first few stages, like, you know, and then when I, when I was able to think about it that way, it's either this or I have to go find a job. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'll, I'll do this. <laughs> um, the conversations, by the way, that I even had through driving and meeting people were amazing. I'm sure. And it exposed me and pushed me to talk about my business. Wow. It was almost like networking. Um, so, so in a way, it also was part of my uh, path here. Um, but anyway, so when I quit my job, I wanted to go back and do something that gave back. And I wanted to give back in a meaningful way with, I wanted to share the experience that I had just come through to empower other women so that this wouldn't happen, that they know that the importance of taking care of yourself um, and that word balance. Um, and I, I wanted to also give back in a meaningful way with the talents and gifts that, you know, I believe God instilled in me. 
And um, so I reached out to a few shelters and only one came back to me. And I had proposed doing some career coaching, some helping women prep to like go back into the workforce and um, kind of build a life strategy for life beyond the shelter and how they were going to be successful. Because I'm a big believer of where you are today does not define who you are. And it doesn't define your tomorrow. Only you get to decide what's your next step. What do you want? And it's about figuring out how to get there. Sometimes that piece is hard and you don't know how to achieve something. That's where mm -hmm. a coach can come in and kind of help you build that plan. Um, so they said, yes, Griselda, we'll take you up. We want all that, but we also need someone to teach a self-esteem class. And I said, I don't know, what would I, self-esteem? That's like mental health, I don't do that. <laughs> so I talked to my therapist and she said, what do you think you've been doing this whole time? <laughs> and I said, oh <laughs> so i did and once i thought about it that way i'm like this is just strategy <laughs> and that's really all it was is strategic tips life hacks on how to self-empower yourself so i created a personal development program and i've been teaching it now at that shelter for and that shelter is dedicated to uh mostly women but victims of domestic violence that find themselves in a homeless situation with their children Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I've been doing that for two years now and I loved the work so much when I would talk to people like friends, family, colleagues, clients, they're like, your face lights up when you talk about this stuff. I'm like, well, it's, it's amazing. I, I am a nerd on personal development, communication and human behavior. If anybody who knows me, you will end up in a therapy like session. Um, not because I'm trying to pick at your life. I just, I, I adore this topic. And they're like, you really need to look at how to incorporate this. And then I started realizing, well, a lot of the business consulting I do, um, business owners eventually, life kind of comes in the way and a lot of blocks in moving your business forward have to do with mindset work and the imposter syndrome. And so we've been working, I'm like, oh, I've been coaching people all along. <laughs> so I did go out, I took a few extra uh, life coaching specific classes so I could incorporate that and be better at it. And um, therein, I founded Latina Boss Coach, which is now uh, the coaching division of that consulting group that is focused on women who lead and helping them uh, believe bigger and give value and, and a stage to their dreams that they matter. Like, let's get back in touch with your dreams. Let's redefine your purpose in life. And let's go for that thing that's bigger than now. Mm. And let's conquer impossible together. Wow. <laughs> wow to everything. <laughs> no, that's, um, it's amazing that you were able to identify your other skills while you were trying to build your consulting because yeah. we don't think about stuff like that. And, and you're right, we get lost in that imposter syndrome. And we get lost in trying to be bigger and better and we lose ourselves. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, have you gone back to dancing? Cause you need to go back and do that. <laughs> to the what? <laughs> dancing. Oh yes. So, uh, last December it was, you know, it became like this, I have to do it. And I put it on the calendar and I had, I'm like, how can I not make time for the thing that I most loved? And now I work for myself. So I have no excuse. 
Um, I did. I finally went, not this last December, but a year ago, December 2018. And when I went there, I was really nervous. I hadn't been like in the club scene in a while. And and I showed up by myself. So I went to the class that they usually give a class like before the open dance uh, before. So I went to that so you can meet a couple of people. And it didn't take long. It was like five minutes of okay and then i the second the music started i don't know what it is i transform like i'm in this <laughs> euphoric trance and it is the most liberating feeling uh when you're twirling across and just like you know your hair flips and you're feeling and basically um moving out the music with your body and it's just i don't know i love it i love it that's awesome Mm -hmm. I love that (laughs) I find myself when I get stressed out on little things I have to turn on music and it's like it changes everything it changes Mm -hmm. the environment and your mood so I think we need to remember to do little things like that for ourselves yeah and I don't Um, have to go out to the part of it is too I realized through this I'm older now so staying up till 12 one o'clock in the morning is tough for me the next day right um but, you know, I, they're, they're, I started to be more intentional about being open and aware of events. There are events that are a little earlier. There are events that are on a, so if it's on a Wednesday night and I don't, I don't schedule things Thursday morning and I'll go mm-hmm. every now and then. Um, I also have a dance partner here. I don't know if you can see her. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's my puppy for those listeners. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, I'll put some bachata or cumbia on and yeah, puppy gets to dance with mommy. Um, And I'll have it all out here on the, in the living room. (laughs) (laughs) So we need to remember to do that, right? Because yeah, I mean, you need to play. You do. Whatever that is to you, you need to play. Yeah. Yeah. Because for some of us, yeah, midnight, last night I passed out on the couch. It was already midnight. My son was like, mom, it's, it's time to go to bed. I'm like, what? Like, where am I? Up. Mm-hmm. I cannot stay up. <laughs> you know what I found? It's it's very similar to, to going to the gym, right? I have never left the gym and regret it. Like, ever. I've never said, man, I shouldn't have gone today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I might have said that wasn't the best workout or I could have done better, but I've never regretted going. Right. Um, but it's hard to go. <laughs> Yes. And um, it's that same thing. It's hard to make the decision to get dressed up and put on the heels and go dance. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to drive. I don't want to get ready. We get complacent in our life. But what the payoff, once we're there, I'm always like, why don't I do this more often? It's so awesome. Like, you remember what that. So it is healthy and it is good for us to uh, get in touch with that happy place that euphoria, whatever it is that brings that to you so that we don't forget what that feels like. When we forget, we stop doing. And when we stop doing, we're on that path to self-destruction. You're so right. I know for me, well, recently because of all this, I, because we can't leave the house or we shouldn't leave the house as often as we used to, I find that if I don't get dressed right when I get up, the rest of the day becomes yes. lazy. 
I need to get up, get dressed, and then I get my coffee, and then I feel more motivated. But if I don't it, do it, it turns it on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I just sit around in my pajamas, I'm not gonna get shit done. I'm probably yeah. gonna sit on the couch. So, right? yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard, but I do feel better after I do that because I'm like, oh yeah, I got stuff done today. Not like. Do you eh. feel like it uh, helps you focus better? It does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Um, so I was so excited to, you know, be in PJs all day working from home my first year. And then I was like, I'm not getting anything done. Um, something's got to change. So that was one of the things is when I would, I noticed that on the days that I knew I had to do a video meeting or call, I'd get up and get pretty because I have to be on. Right. Um, I put in an effort. I don't really, I'm a kind of minimalist girl. I don't put on too much makeup, but um, I'd make an effort mm -hmm. <laughs> to look presentable. Right. And I was more productive those days. So I started noticing that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I did a challenge at a gym where it would force me to get up and do the 5 a.m. workout like I used to do when I was in corporate. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't have to get up at five, I can work out at eight. Right. So for this challenge, I was like, I'll do it. Well, guess what? I was on fire that month. Nice. Work-wise. Mm -hmm. Because I was ready to go by eight o'clock. I was already, yeah, I'd been up for three hours. Mm -hmm. I had worked out, showered, eaten breakfast, got my ready and then, you know, myself ready and I was ready to work. Yeah. So I got more of a productive um, spurt during that time. So I started incorporating that. So it's just, you know, working from home is awesome. There's, you know, I can still take a nap and mm -hmm. take a nap every day. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the things that I used to say at corporate, like we need to have napping pods, um, bring naps back corporate. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I nap every day so I can do that. I can take, I can have a weekend. Sometimes a weekend happens on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. Nice. Uh, sometimes a weekend lasts for a week, you know, <laughs> um, then sometimes like right now I've been working seven days a week for three weeks cause I'm in mm -hmm. launch mode right now. I'm launching, mm -hmm. uh, officially Latino boss coach Yay. being launched. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, but it's, it's a season and then I can, I just, I was just in Colombia for two weeks prior to that. Wow. That's amazing. So what would, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start a business? Cause I know a lot of people are scared that like it takes too much time or it's just too hard or, but then hearing, you know, how, how it, it, it can, it can be awesome, but you just have to stay productive. You have to stay motivated. You've got to, you know, it is going to take some time, but if someone wants to do it, what would you tell them? Uh, the, the hardest thing is getting started. It's just, mm -hmm doing something mm -hmm. right um so if you have not done it yet uh start your one page business plan which doesn't have to you don't need an mba for it you just put who you want to serve identify that why do you want to serve them if you can do those two things you've got your uh work cut out for you you've started steps towards um building a business and then once you know who you're serving and why you're doing it, you can start talking to people that are those people and start to create something that they really need mm -hmm. to serve that need. And that's how you create a product and a service. Once you know that you can offer it to somebody, Hey, you know, offer the first two for free so you can try it out. Yeah. See how it works. Um, 
and hire a coach. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an investment, uh, and I say coach versus course. There's a difference. Uh, there's a lot of courses out there, and the courses are great. Um, but I think when you're trying to Sometimes you're in learning mode and growth mode, and sometimes you're in action mode. When you're in action mode, I think a coach is a better option because they can help you identify literally the next step and keep you moving so you don't get stuck in trying to make one thing perfect and mull it over until you feel comfortable. You will not usually feel ever comfortable or it's going to take way too long. You need to just do it. Mm-hmm. Have it messy have it be a failure, have it be a product nobody wants, but you've done it. And now you know what they didn't like about it and you can fix it and put out something that people do want. So aim to fail. (laughs) That is true. You have to be prepared to do that. Yeah. It's going to hurt a little bit, but you get back right back up. Absolutely. And right now is the perfect time. There's people who have lost their sources of income. So what do you have to lose? Yeah. And you have, if you're out of a job, you have time. Time is like, think about it. Like that's the one thing people don't have when they want to do a business. They never get to it because there's never a good time. Right. Um, So if you find yourself in the place of opportunity time wise, Mm -hmm. use it wisely. Yeah. Use it to start thinking about what's that thing I've always wanted to do. What is my one day plan? And what can you do today to get you one step closer towards that plan? You don't need to be there. But if you don't take that first step, you'll never make it to step 100. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. I often tell people, find that one thing that lights your soul on fire and go for that. Sometimes it takes a a little while. Like, so this thing that lights my soul on fire, I didn't know that five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to put out there and start doing things you think you like Mm -hmm. and then something one day will make you say wow like this i get i'm high on life on this when i'm doing this oh yeah yeah Yeah, you're right it doesn't it doesn't for some people it doesn't happen right away it takes it takes a long time years and then when you find it you're like oh yeah that's totally what i want to do and it's okay to have two, three businesses until you get to the one that's oh, going to yeah. be the one. So it's, it's, yeah, it's okay to change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It is. It is. <laughs> Where can people find you? If they want uh, to? On Facebook and Instagram at Latina Boss Coach altogether. Um, latinabosscoach.com. And then my consulting business is vetconsultinggroup.com. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on everything. Um, it sounds like you found it. You found that <laughs> that light that that lights your soul on fire, and, and it, it sounds amazing. So that's yeah, huge congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. I can't wait to see where this Latina boss coach is going to be in the next five years. That's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a free ebook. So you asked the question uh, for those that are thinking of getting started. Um, it should be up on the site in another week and a half. So maybe by the time this gets published, um, it's free to download. You just got to take the quiz, uh, to find out if you're ready, uh, to start a business, um, and then get the free ebook and that should give you a couple steps to get started. That's awesome. Yay. (laughs)
Well, thank you so much for everything that you do, and thanks for being on here. I'm truly. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Truths We Hide podcast created by A Wild Ride Called Life. To find out more about our mission, visit www.awildridecalledlife.com.